Hey there, welcome to Science Fiction. Uh, my name is Salim Sarawala, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you? What's going on, Salim? What's going on, bar room? What's all the bar room faithful? How you guys doing? Uh, yeah, thanks for uh, hopping on with us, man. Uh, you're one of our regulars, so we appreciate you joining us. Uh, how's your... Uh, Carl, how is everything going with you? Anything new and exciting? Uh, was, like I was telling Aldo, just was busy all weekend at a fighting game tournament. Um, I wasn't participating; I was watching, but it was all weekend, and I was out like past midnight every day for like the whole weekend. So I'm like exhausted, um, but I'm recovered now. Had a lot of fun and uh, saw a lot of games. So that was pretty exciting. How was your weekend? Pretty good, pretty good. I uh, can't complain. I, uh, you know, it's funny. My uh, my parents had their fiftieth anniversary, wedding anniversary. So oh, congratulations uh, yeah. to them! Yeah, um, on um, on Sunday we just went to my sister's to do like a barbecue, uh, and we just kind of you know hung out, didn't do much anything, and then. Yeah, not not like didn't do a lot of things. So wait, like this fight, like it was a a tournament. Like who's who was in the tournament? Just a friend or family? Thousands of thousands of people. It's a huge. It's uh. So there's competitive gaming. So think of it like uh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gaming. Okay, I thought you meant like um. No, not um, not Fight Club or anything. <laughs> I thought I thought you went to see like a mar- like a martial arts or something tournament or something no 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 yeah gaming gaming street fighter and guilty gear and uh you know all sorts king of fighters all these video games cool cool so but you didn't participate you were just watching them right right it's uh it's pretty much the biggest uh tournament in this in this region for the year um and one of the better tournaments of the year for the whole world really um right here in schaumburg nice um completely random did you not related to gaming but like we've talked about the cw shows a lot did you see that uh the gotham knights trailer i watched like half of it and then i completely (laughs) tuned out i was like what is this garbage (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad like i'm i'm confused by it too because like like you're seeing Warner Brothers or Warner Discovery pulling stuff from them, uh, like they're canceling Lois and Superman is only gonna. I don't know if they're going to get a season three. Um, I know they're canceling Flash. They canceled. Obviously, we talked about that. They're gonna cancel. Uh, the, of tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, all that, and it's kind of weird that all of a sudden they're having this Gotham Night show. I, I'm I'm betting that it doesn't make it past the pilot. I hope not, because that's a lot <laughs> looks, of money wasted. It looks terrible. It looks terrible, and I feel bad because I like one of the people in it, uh, the guy who plays Harvey Dent. Like he it was in Supernatural, so I like him. Um, he, Misha, oh, uh, Misha Collins. He played uh, Castiel in Supernatural. Um, I don't know how many of Supernatural people listen to us, but. Yeah, shout out to Supernatural. But yeah, he I feel bad that, you know, he's in that as as Harvey Dent and it just looks terrible. So I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. Um 
Yeah, I don't even know why it was greenlit. I, I'm confused by it. I'm I'm just completely confused by the whole concept because, like we've talked about, they're they're canceling all these shows. So that, like, why would they? Why would CW even be like, yeah, let's pick this up? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I assume it was all already. I mean, obviously they've been filming and stuff before For that sure. Discovery deal went through. So. Uh, I guess they're just going to see if if it has any steam, if anyone's interested in it, and if it, you know, if everyone is panning it, like probably everyone is, and maybe they don't pick it up. Yeah, it, it looks bad. Like everyone was just pretty much making fun of it. That, that's all I read. Like all I was reading as like online, as like people were just trashing the trailer. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah, we got uh, we got a jam packed show today. We had missed last week because again my internet decided to um to be really bad i was telling the guys before we started going live here um our rnc astound rnc never ever join them if anyone's listening to us bad 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 company they're terrible service uh terrible um always out out it's like so many outages, like all the issues, technical issues I've had over the last month. Um, and it's been absolutely terrible uh, because of them. So, yeah, never go to them. They were like a complete mess. I went back to Xfinity and like Xfinity isn't great by any means. Like they have their issues as well. But, you know, nothing, nothing like I never experienced anything like that in my life before. So, but yeah. Uh, we have a jam-packed show because of uh, all the technical issues. Uh, we're going to be going over some fast flicks, and then we're going to be uh, the main uh, portion of the show is going to be uh, She-Hulk trailer, and then we're going to be talking about uh, everything, everywhere. Um, I always mess that up. I don't know. All at once. All at once. All at once. I don't know why I always mess that up. I, it, it is a mouthful. Me. Yeah, it confuses me. I don't know. Uh, all at once, we're going to be talking and reading that because Carl and I both saw that. Um, so, yeah, let, let's get into the fast flicks first. Yeah, so the fast flicks. Uh, Daredevil season four was officially in works. So, I guess according to report from Variety, uh, Disney Plus is moving forward with a new Daredevil show and is bringing in Matt Corman and Chris Ord. Uh, they did Covert Affairs as the writers and executive producers. And I guess I was looking further into this, and I, they're going to be doing like a soft reboot. And the cast is supposed to be the exact same cast as the first three seasons of Daredevil, but apparently, like, they're going to be variants of those people. Like, so, and so I guess they're saying that maybe the old Daredevil show was in 838 or something like that, maybe. I don't know. And then this is going to be in 616 universe, and they're going to be a variant of those members. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that, Carl? Like, I know you and I were, like, speculating a lot that they might show up in Echo, but yeah, uh, go ahead and give me your thoughts on uh, Daredevil. Yeah, as we like 
I don't know. We haven't even had this show for a whole year, but it feels like we've been talking about it for a right. year now that um, uh, them bringing back Daredevil and is it going to be the same versions of the characters and uh, how that wouldn't really work per se. Um, you know, the whole Netflix universe, when it first launched, it was uh, billing itself as being connected to the MCU and all of the references to the Avengers. It pretty much stopped, though. Like, all of the references in the Netflix shows pretty much went to the Avengers movie, and I don't think they really referenced anything after the first Avengers movie. Like, they didn't do Age of Ultron or um, the Winter Soldier or uh, anything else like that. I'm pretty sure they just kind of stopped at the, um, the, the fight in New York. Uh, with the Shatari and then that's about it. So like anything else that happened in that universe, it's kind of hard for it to translate directly over to the MCU because you would then have to translate directly like the Punisher and all of the people he, he kills. Like you have to rem- you know, all of that, uh, all of those killings, the Kingpin, all of his dealings. Um, just again, just the overt violence that was, like Daredevil and Punisher and and to some extent Jessica uh, Jones and um, Luke Cage and stuff. Uh, it could be done. They could just kind of like wave a hand and say, okay, now we're not as violent anymore and just still say all the stuff was relevant. And, you know, the Daredevil wasn't in Infinity War and Endgame and he wasn't snapped or they can just, they would have to do a whole lot of explaining uh, just, just to justify that alone like where was daredevil when thanos snapped was he snapped was luke cage snapped what was jessica jones doing how come they weren't in the fight at the end because that's going to be questions that everyone um particularly probably casuals i think would have those questions more than anyone because i wouldn't care it's like i just i know that they're there and you just say that they are variants or even if you don't say anything at all uh, I would care less. I just I'm happy that they're there. But I think more casuals would be like, how come, how come Daredevil wasn't uh, at the fight with Thanos? So just like they say, how come the Eternals weren't with the fight with the Thanos? They just have to explain all of this stuff. So it makes sense uh, if they're going to reboot them and just say that they're variants. Also, it makes sense if they don't want to bring back Iron Fist because no one liked him. Literally, no one liked Iron Fist uh at all i don't there's like like maybe three people that liked um uh, finn jones as iron fist um and i'm definitely not one of them so if they wanted to recast iron fist or just not bring him in whatsoever just say that these other ones that we are recasting with uh charlie cox and we're going to recast with Kristen ritter but not bring back finn jones yeah just say that oh if we do have iron fist again in the future and they recast him, it's a variant of the other one, you know, it would be the easiest way. Um, so that way you don't have to justify bringing back absolutely everyone. Uh, the only one thing that I, um, uh, it, it's still kind of a weird thing. I still think it's kind of a good idea or a good idea that she had was, uh, Jessica Henwick, who was, uh, Colleen wing in mm-hmm. the defenders and iron fists and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually offered, the role to be Shang-Chi's sister in the Shang-Chi movie. Yeah, supposedly. I think we had talked about that before. Supposedly she had been. Yeah, she says that she turned it down because she had hoped that Colleen Wing would come back and if if she were ever to be 
uh, Iron or the Shang Chi sister, there's no way that she could be Colleen Wing at the same time because it would be the same universe. So she's kind of keeping the door open for Colleen Wing and trying not to make it uh, confusing for anyone. And I love Colleen Wing. I think she was awesome. She's one of my favorite characters from the whole Netflix Marvel stuff. Um, so it's kind of both like a smart move in her part, but at the same time, she it could have been a good out for her if you know i don't know how well aware she was that people didn't like iron fist and uh and all of that but maybe they don't use that character again maybe they do and they do bring her back i think she's a great actress i think she's a good asset to have in the mcu uh obviously they tried to bring her in for for shang chi uh it's just whether or not they want to bring her back as calling wing and if fans want calling wing back i do but i don't want iron fist so it's kind of like yeah yeah so i mean first with the the violence part i i, I mean I, I i think they could still be pretty mature shows uh because disney did add that um setting where you can add mature setting because the original shows are on disney plus now where you can watch them if um like if you're like an adult you can watch them yourself but like your parents if you know parents have disney plus with their kids little kids and they don't want them watching Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and all that stuff. The Defenders, they can just put like a, a code or a password protected. And you, get like a, you can't watch these shows. So they can still do mature stuff. And we know like when like Deadpool comes out, that's going to be a mature, like a rated R movie. So I, I don't think it's out of the realm that it's going to be so like a, a mature in that sense. Um I do. I'm, I'm interested to see if they'll still be in one or two episodes of Echo, like just like kind of showing up, like if Charlie Cox will show up somehow, uh, because they like I said, there is a connection with Echo and Daredevil, um, and obviously we know Kingpin. Uh, there's a huge connection with her. Um, yeah, as far as like who they bring back with the other shows, like they haven't talked about those shows at all. They've, only talked about daredevil like there's no conversation about jessica jones coming back there's no conversation about luke cage coming back definitely no conversation about iron fist coming back um i was hoping that they would do a def uh uh heroes for hire like i don't like i don't necessarily need them to do uh, individual shows for like those other shows but if they could just like do like a heroes for hire that would be cool like if they want to bring those guys back like yeah they can recast Iron Fist, Finn Jones. I, I almost feel like I wonder if Finn Jones was not as good because the show wasn't good. Like, the script was kind of, eh. I, I feel like, the, like, that's what I wonder. Like, I wonder, like, I'm not I'm not saying that he 100% was because of that. I do wonder if that played into it. Uh, like, with the way he was told and asked, like, I don't know, like, well, from my understanding is that Finn Jones was not um, like he wasn't training like he was like, you know, you hear all the stories, all these actors, they like work really hard with martial arts and and they train their body and they get really ripped and they're like really super into it. And like they're the best to work with. Finn Jones didn't really have that kind of uh, people talking about him like that okay. uh, as far as far as I understand goes. Um, not that he wasn't likable, but he wasn't as, um, I, I don't know if it wasn't just wasn't into it or he just like flat out was 
not wanting to go through that physical change and go through all of the exercises and learn all the martial arts and stuff like not trying to be like the top notch sort of thing and uh just kind of maybe like mailed it in 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 certain ways um but yeah the um i do agree like with muck muck there and saying that jessica jones didn't have a good villain after they killed off Kilgrave. I, I completely agree with that. I think Jessica Jones season one is awesome. I love season one. It's one of my favorite seasons of Marvel things, but season two and season three were kind of trash. Not going to lie. Uh, I thought I the third season, I thought the third season, they regressed her character. Like I thought she made big strides from season one to two. And like showing her be, like become that strong character, and then season three, I feel like she regressed back into this. Like, I don't understand. Like, they kind of ruined season one into two. They kind of actually ruined season one because of that. Because like, she accomplished so much in season one, like you know, confronting her her abuser and whatnot, and she became like this strong character. And then all of a sudden, in season three, I felt like they kind of just regressed everything. I don't know. Yeah, part part of the like part of that, at least in my opinion, is that season one is directly based off of her comic book story and origin and stuff, like right. Purple Man and all of that. Has it's a great comic book run and it's really like it's it's that's the Jessica Jones story, but she doesn't have a lot of other or practically no other stories outside of that. So when they went to season two and season three, that's all on Netflix and their writers to make up something. Cause it's not, none of that was based on any existing comics and it mm-hmm. wasn't very good. Uh, I think it was a season two. That was the story with her mother. That was like the whole thing with her mom. Uh, it was basically the whole season. And I don't even remember season three. I just know it had a lot of Carrie Ann Moss. Um, you know the lawyer in there and something i i don't remember this wasn't i don't i don't remember much but um yeah that that's just kind of like a general problem with her character um she has like some comics that are recent so they could base it off of that but it's not like they were iconic comics or some great storyline or anything like that um so they kind of just did whatever they could with that character at that point she just needed to be in team based uh shows or movies or to be able to um be a guest character on luke cage because again they didn't do enough with that relationship either like they hooked up on her show and then after that they had luke cage go and hook up with uh claire and jessica do her own thing and they never really put them back together again and Luke Cage, you know, that's a whole nother thing, too. But, you know, we, we don't want to talk too much about uh, all those shows. But in general, um, Daredevil is is officially coming back. So I am excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it'll be exciting to see what they do and how they progress with the character. Um, like I said, I'm hoping he shows up in Echo at least. Uh, at least Charlie Cox, that is. Uh, like, I hope we don't have to wait till the season four to see him again. But yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see. Uh, so moving on, um, they released another Thor trailer. Now we're not gonna play the entire trailer. Just guy, I wanted to stay away from giving away more scenes from the movie and things like that. Um, I know some of our audience doesn't like that. Um, Cliff, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. I know you were one of them who doesn't like watching too many of the trailers. So, uh, but I did want to show and talk about 
them uh, releasing. Obviously, finally, we see Gore, the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale. They have an image of what he's going to look like in the movie. Like, that was something that was kind of a hidden thing uh, where we might might not know, you know, what what he was, what he would look like. So that's what he looks like in the movie. And then we also have the picture of what he looks like in the comics. Um, it's a slight difference. Obviously, the white is there, but he doesn't have those uh, long, like, the, the things, like, in his, I don't know, their tentacles. I, I'm not really sure. Um, he looks like, and his nose isn't, his nose is different. It's like, his nose is a normal, like, person-looking nose. It's not that, the way it is in the comic. Uh, what were your thoughts on, on, on Christian Bale's look as Gore the God Butcher? I mean, I think it's 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 fine. I mean, I don't it, like it's okay. I, I don't mind that they go in this direction, but of course, I would have loved. Like, I don't mind if they d- didn't have him look more alien, like he does. Like, it's fine that he looks this way, but I want this black, like the black hoodie cloak thing. That's all I wanted instead of because right now, like the way he looks, he's just this white smoke white character with the smoky white clothing. And the only thing that really stands out are his yellow eyes. That's it. Like he just—he's really monotone. Um, the black and the white contrast on the comic book version really complements, you know, just the look for for Gore. So I really hope that, um, or I really hoped that they would make him have at least that kind of contrast on screen. So uh, one though, although we're not again um, showing it. One thing, though, that is present in that trailer is that a lot of the scenes, if not all of the scenes with gore, the screen, like everything on screen is black and white with some um, color splashes here and there, like from the sword flickering, uh, something like that. But usually like when Valkyrie and, and gore are fighting, everything is in black and white, including Valkyrie. Uh, and other scenes are like that whenever gore is on screen. So that could be part of the reason why. Um, and they didn't want to have the black be in there because they wanted all of that, like I said, all of that monotone white uh, for him and have that take up the screen as well uh, and go take over the other characters. So we don't know exactly uh, what they're doing with that visual effect, but that is something that is uh, present in the trailer. So we'll expect to see it in the movie. Yeah, um, I, I think that he does have a cloak, like because I, I think in one of the scenes in the trailer, you see him like lift something off his head. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's not black; it's white, I think. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it looks cool. Like, I mean, I'm obviously you know MCU does do their own thing. We've, we've known that. We've seen them do their own thing. Um, it'll be interesting once the movie's actually there and. And maybe there'll be a slight difference in the final movie. Like they always sometimes are, you know, tricking us. <laughs> like the trailer is like different sometimes. Like certain things in the trailer are different, scenes and things like that are different. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, show what they finally released uh, Gore the God Butcher. Um, it'll be interesting. Like I said, the movie comes out in July, a month away. So we'll we'll find out how that movie does and um, how how much it shakes up like the MCU universe because it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. Like will will Chris Hemsworth, uh, aka Thor, still be 
part of the MCU? Will Jane Foster be the new Thor from now on? And and Chris Hemsworth is kind of going to be going away like the way uh, Chris Evans and Tony Stark, or Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. did. Uh, will be interesting. It'll be very interesting to see what happens after that movie is released. Uh, this next, the next tidbit um, they had released, we're going to move on to about our fast flicks, is they released the uh, Madam Web first revealed plot by Sony. So sh Sony shared a short, a very short description uh, of the movie and, with variety and deadline, which revealed that the film will be an origin story of the clairvoyant Madam Web whose psychic abilities allow her to see within the spider world. Um, so I guess, obviously, she can see anyone that is Spider-Man in all the universes, uh, the various Spider-Mans and various universes there are. So that's, I mean, that's not a lot to take away. Obviously, that's just generally her powers. But... It, it it's supposed to be like like I said you know her, an origin story so maybe when she was younger uh, I know they took got Dakota Johnson to play her but yeah we'll, we'll see I mean we we've been kind of, it's been kind of hit and miss with these Spider Man movies with Sony's been doing I'm like leery about this I don't know what to expect I don't know what they're gonna do how they're gonna progress obviously Morbius has kind of turned into like. It's a bad movie, but people are like pumping it up because it's so bad that they're trying to make people like it. It's kind of turning in one to in, into one of those like cult following movies. Almost it feels like I, I don't know if that's the same feel that you've gotten, Carl. Like I've seen a lot of people. It's a meme now. Yeah, it's a meme, and it's kind of turning into a cult like following it more so than than actually being like a good movie. So I don't know. Um, I'm I'm. I'm leery about this, and you know, I'm I'm leery about Craven the Hunter, um, all these other things that they're doing. Black Cat, we'll see. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. all of uh, between Morbius and most likely Craven, and I'm pretty sure Madam Web. There are going to be very basic stories, uh, nothing interesting, just something to have on the screen and something to rake in the cash because it's Spider-Man related and. Uh, People will go see it. It's a comic book movie, and there'll just be bare minimum sort of uh, uh, production on it uh, as far as quality goes. It's like literally something to put up there to make some money. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but moving on. Uh, so the Black Adam trailer date was finally announced. That is going to be coming out June 8th. Now, the movie was originally supposed to be released July 29th, 2022, but because of delays due to COVID, uh, they had to end up moving the movie to October 21st. Um, and I think there was still a couple of switches. I know like Shazam at one point was supposed to come out before that, but then they flipped those movies around. Then they flipped around like also like the, the Super Pets or whatever movie that they're doing, the, the animated one. Um, and yeah, so, but this is coming out October 21st. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, so we're a week away from it and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely go more into it. Like I'm sure our, our next, I don't know if it'll be the next show, just because the next show is the eighth is exactly the Wednesday it's coming out. So maybe on like the 15th, we can talk about the trailer. 
But yeah, I'm really excited about the trailer. I'm like, I really enjoyed like that. Remember that first clip we showed on from uh, I forgot what what was it? It was like San Diego with a Comic Con, the DC fan, whatever. Fandom, DC fandom, DC fandom. When we when we talked about DC fandom, and they had they had that leaked release of the first like scene when he becomes or when he when he appears as Black Adam. It was really cool, so it'll be interesting and fun to see this trailer. Um, are you are you pretty excited about it, Carl, or are you like, eh, we'll see? Uh, yeah, it's more of a we'll see sort of thing. Um, you know, DC doesn't really get me going like that. But uh, what's funny is, as much as I love Dwayne Johnson, I love The Rock. I used to watch WWE, WWF back in the day. Uh, he was one of my favorite wrestlers. And he made this transition to movies, and he's done so many movies. Um, I've actually not seen a single movie that he's been in, um, ever, at all. I think maybe one of the, like, the Fast and Furious movie, I might have seen the first one he was in. I don't know how many of them, because I kind of dropped Fast and Furious a long time ago. Um, But other than that, I have not seen a single movie with him in no. That's funny. That's interesting. I, I would recommend Jumanji, The Jungle Cruise. That's really good too. They're fun. He, I mean, he's good. Like he, he, he makes good movies, fun movies. I think. Um, those yeah, he's two a great guy, have- great actor. You know, obviously looks apart and stuff like that. Um, funny as hell and all of that stuff. But I don't know, like uh, whatever movies he's been in. The uh, what was it? Wasn't there a, a like a King Kong movie or something like that? Uh, Godzilla or something, you know, something with a big monster. Uh, yeah, the Hero Man. That one, I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, I haven't seen a single one. Yeah, you should check out. You should check out at least Jungle Cruise. That was a fun movie. That was pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on. Another fast flick we have here: Blue Beetle costume leak. So the movie is coming out on August 18, twenty twenty three. Uh, so here's the first. If Car- actually, Aldo, if you want to go back to the comic book one first, so this is what he looks like in the comic book, um, and then they release pictures of on set as they're recording the movie. So then flip over to the other ones. Yeah. So I mean, it's pretty much the comic book. Like when I'm looking at it, like comparison wise, um, but it looks like they've done a good job uh, of of maintaining what he's supposed to look like as far as within uh within the dc universe um no well, we'll see it's a, a thing is coming out like i said a, a straight to hbo max um it's not coming out in theaters so um it's you know he's gonna be like one of the first ever latin superheroes uh jaime reyes and i think that the movie is entirely like outside of like susan sarandon I think the entire cast is also like a Latin Hispanic cast. So that should be, I mean, that should definitely be uh, fun. I think that's going to be one of the first, that's probably be the first, like you think about it, like a, a superhero movie like that, that's just only like, you know, Latin people in it. That's, that's interesting. And that should be exciting for people who, you know, who would like to see that, you know, representation matters, you know, it would be cool for little kids to see, be able to see, you know, uh, a Latin Hispanic uh, superhero and a, a cast that mostly uh, looks like it's Latin uh, and slash Hispanic cast. So that should be exciting. What do you What are your thoughts on the costume, uh, Carl? 
Um, I think it looks pretty solid. Um, it looks, you know, it's good. It works. Uh, it reminds me, and I'm looking at it right now, of how the character looks in this, the video game Injustice 2. Uh, that's why he's got the yellow eyes, because, you know, the picture that you have of the comic books is white. But in Injustice 2, he actually has yellow eyes. The design is very similar in all of it, though. Um, blacks and blues and stuff like that. Uh, the only gripe I have, and it's not really, I, I guess it's a gripe maybe, but is this helmet, like he looks really small in general. I mean, he's, he's not a big stocky guy and I'm not expecting that, but his head, because they have to put an actual mask slash helmet on him, to, it has to go around his normal size head. So now it's bigger than that. So it makes his head look huge. Uh, compared to the rest of his body um something like uh, i i don't know because i know like deadpool he actually does use a real mask um and then he edited the the eyes in cg so that um his eyes will glow like a white sort of thing where this is more practical now obviously we don't know what is the finished product is going to look like when they actually have the movie going but for me his head just looks really big yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, we don't know. Like, I, I think this was on set, but I don't know. Like, obviously, it's how far they're into the movie, and maybe they'll add some CGI effects, obviously, because there's a lot of things that the costume does that will need CGI right. <laughs> because it's it's not it's, it's not going to be possible for them to do it without CGI. So maybe you know it'll it'll look different a little bit when they they do those little things, but. Yeah, so yeah, moving on again to uh, another one of our fast flicks. Uh, so this movie we've kind of briefly talked about. You had mentioned not on our on our last show, I think you had kind of talked about it. Um, it's the trailer for uh, Three Thousand Years of Longing. Uh, so we're gonna play that really quick uh, before we uh, give our thoughts on on it overall. <laughs> My name is Alethea. My story is true. I am a solitary creature by nature. I have no children, no siblings, no parents. I did once have a husband. If there is fate, who can say? But in the Grand Bazaar of Istanbul, I chose a memento. I like it. Whatever it is, I'm sure it has an interesting story. So, what would you wish for? What is your heart's desire? I do have a question. What does one do with three wishes? You'll see. wishing that is not a cautionary tale we all have desires even if they remain hidden from us but it is your story and i cannot wait to see where it goes oh how it might end (laughs) 
He'll be staying for a while. I'm beginning to wish we'd never met. Don't say that! I have a wish. So that's the trailer for 3,000 Years of Longing. Um, so like, it's supposed to be like essentially a lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a djinn who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. Um, so that's, it looks like, it, it almost looks like a like a, a, a dark, like, I don't know if a dark comedy is the right word, but it kind of looks like a comedy is like funny as, as, as well as like, you know, action and sci-fi mixed together. Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts on it? I know you're pretty excited about obviously Idris Elba is awesome. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just I'm here for Idris Elba. That's all that's all I want. And uh, Tilda Swinton's great too, um, but it looks just like uh, Aladdin but tripped out, like a very trippy Aladdin. So um, going into this, all I saw was the trailer, like people talking about. I saw the teaser for it. I was like, okay, I'll check this out, and then. Uh, you know, the trailer dropped a couple weeks ago, and that's it. That's all. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in. That's all I need. I'll, I'll definitely check out the movie. Um, going also into this, I was like, oh, George Miller, this who's this George Miller guy? I never heard of him. And I'm looking, I was like, oh, wait, that guy, uh, because I've never actually watched any George Miller movies, and that would include Mad Max, uh, and uh, Fury Road, and all of that stuff. Uh, apparently happy feet as well the penguin movie but yeah i've never actually also babe pig in the city uh i've never watched any of those movies um so this will be my first time watching any george miller uh, i've been like kind of pushing off mad max because i know a lot of people like it it's kind of like one of those cult following movies but it's like one of those well received and people know about um mad max and stuff but still like it's still kind of niche in a way um so i've been like putting it off for the longest time to watch the original and the new version and then there's the furiosa movie which again i don't know a whole lot about the character or anything like that but um there's that movie that's still being made um with charlie saran uh coming out probably in a year or two but yeah, never seen a single one. So this will be my first journey into George Miller. And like just, again, visually interesting uh, what's going on in the trailer. Don't know a ton about the movie and just kind of going in blind. Yeah, Mad Max Fury Road was fantastic. It's a really good movie. Um, I loved it. So but that's definitely worth the watch. Um, yeah, it's like I said, it looks interesting. Like, I think you nailed it. It's kind of like Aladdin, but with like a, a twist in a sense where it's kind of like a more, a little more like thriller or, or mind bending esque, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but Definitely yeah, I mean, stylized. what's that? Definitely highly stylized. Right. Right. So I, like I said, I also got, like I said, I also got a kind of like maybe like a dry humor ish feel to it. 
so we'll see how that turns out but yeah i'm i'm it should be fun like you know it's uh we'll definitely watch it and we'll talk about it on the show when it when it comes out at some point um so the next next uh fast flag i i came across this i was just kind of you know doing seeing what other sci-fi movies are coming out this year in general and, and this movie comes out september 16 2022 it's called distant um and I, I was reading on it, so it's essentially like an asteroid miner who finds himself crash landing on an alien planet that a human wouldn't want to find himself like themselves stranded on. Essentially, like he's he has to navigate the planet all while running out of oxygen. So like that's the whole thing. Like he's gonna be he he has very little oxygen. He can't really breathe on this planet. Um, and he's he's being pursued by all these different like life forms with kind of um he's kind of hoping to see if he can find any other survivors uh the the, the cast the lead the two lead uh, lead actors are Anthony Ramos and Naomi Scott um yeah and he looks it looks intriguing you know it's and then obviously Zachary Quinto um he was he was in the Heroes, right? Show. Who's the Scott the Pilgrim? That's all I know. Scott Pilgrim. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Maybe I, I, he looks. I don't know about Hero. I don't. I just I, I only recognize him from. Oh no, Roger. What what's that show on ABC? Show where they where they like become, people become like get superpowers. Like it's kind of like an X Men ripoff. That was Heroes. <laughs> was that here? Was that what it's called? Heroes. I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. I thought he was part of that, but yeah, it it, it looks sure. it, it looks really like sounds interesting. Like obviously, there's no trailers for it yet or anything like that. I was trying to find a trailer for it, but there's like this other movie called Distant that's also coming out this year or is out right now. That I was like, okay, this definitely isn't what. I'm, yeah, I'm I was confused when I was looking into it because I watched that trailer. I was like, what the like what is <laughs> yeah, this? Doing? Is this isn't not sci-fi at all. It's practically a silent film. Yeah, it's every something different than that. So, but yeah, this this sounds interesting. I'm I'm gonna try to see if I can, like I don't like I don't know if this is supposed to be like uh, a like a worldwide release or if it's gonna be like select theaters. I'm guessing. I mean, there's some familiar people in this movie, so maybe it is going to be like you know in in general your local theaters. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna be watching this. I'm I'm very intrigued by it. Like, what what are your thoughts on it? Like, when you just kind of looked into when you did find something, I I didn't really find much. All I saw was Wikipedia. I had like one sentence one sentence there, and I was like, it said distance is a sci-fi movie coming out in 2022, and that's all it said. And I'm like, okay, all right. Then. But <laughs> then what what then what I described sound interesting to you too? Like like he lands on this planet. He's and it's not like. A, it's not like humans can be on there and he's going to be run out of oxygen. He's kind of going through trying to find a way to survive and seeing if he can kind of not die essentially. And he's going to be running into all these different obstacles as he's doing it. Yeah. It um, just sounds like it's either set far in the future or it's set in some alternate earth where people are actually capable of going to another planet and being stranded. So it's one or the other and it is yeah. intriguing enough to say okay i wonder how he got in this situation and what kind of uh what kind of planet is this what kind of 
uh, possible aliens or extra life or involved here. Yeah, I'm I'm interested by it. It'll be fun. Um, I'm sure it'll be in a very interesting movie to to see what uh, what what it turns into. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for fast flicks. Um, I know there was a bunch of them just because we missed, like I said, we missed last week, so we wanted to get in a bunch of things that we uh, wanted to you know add into uh, our show. But we're going to get into our main two topics now. So first, we're going to be getting into She-Hulk. Um, they did release the trailer. Uh, before we give our thoughts on the trailer, we'll go ahead and play the official She-Hulk trailer in case anyone has missed it. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. want to be a normal anonymous lawyer can you tell us where she hulk is jen you're a story now girl your ass looks crazy right now you could be an avenger oh i'm not a superhero that is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason Is there anything more depressing than dating in your 30s? Yeah, this is the best date I've had in a while. Oh. Should we split some fries? Let's get those to go. So that is the official trailer um, for for, uh, She-Hulk. Before we get into some of the... Uh, thoughts on parts of it like overall what did you take like like did you take away from the trailer um i thought it was a pretty decent setup for the character it was a lot of course uh that we don't know until more trailers or the actual series comes out um i've always been interested in she-hulk never actually read any um she-hulk comics but she's always been like a a character that I've always um, favored uh, in general. And I think they, they might be changing quite a bit, a little bit for yeah. her origin story. Um, and, you know, again, until we fully see it, we won't really know, but it looks like they might be changing that just a little um, in general. And uh, does she look great? You know, again, we'll talk about it a little bit, um, not quite, but it's getting there. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. Um I just wish she had better sneakers. Uh, I don't really like all of that stuff. And then, uh, but yeah, the costume's fine. Uh, the 
the whole motivation, like the whole character himself is like, she's like, she's a lawyer and she's, you know, a very good lawyer and all that. But when she's She-Hulk, she's more, um, she, she's more, I want to say not feral. Feral is not the right word. Just more of like kind of free spirited and, and more into her inhibitions. Like she's very flirty and she's, uh, you know, she likes to date and stuff like that. So that's kind of like the end part of it. Like if it feels like she's a different character from the beginning of the trailer to the end of the trailer. Yeah. Like when she's She-Hulk, she doesn't have quite the same personality. She's still in control of herself. It's not like she's going to rage monster um, because that's She-Hulk in general. She can control herself and she can go back and forth between Jennifer and She-Hulk at any point. Uh, at least the comic book version can. Um, so, yeah, I, I do like it. I am excited for this. Uh, I think, did I say was She-Hulk my, my most anticipated? Uh, I might have said that before of, of Disney Plus shows. I can't remember between this or Moon Knight. I think it was She-Hulk, though. Yeah, I can't remember. I know, like, when we had talked about, um, like, all the slate of Disney Plus shows of the MCU, I can't remember if you had mentioned She-Hulk. I think you mainly you mainly stuck to X-Men, um, the reboot for X-Men. Um, well, yeah, technically, it. yes, if that actually comes out this year, of course. That's far and above anything else that Marvel could possibly do. Right. I think you stuck to that, but I, I can't remember because then you just, I think you picked two more just because you had to, and I can't remember what you picked. Yeah, um, I would say Def, because I mean, what else is there? There's Miss Marvel, which is coming out like what next week or next month or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's next week, Miss Marvel. And then possibly Secret Invasion this year or uh, Armor Wars. Like those are possibly good, but until like, we know like who's going to be in it. And what's going on with those? I can't really be too excited uh, about it. So yeah, definitely She-Hulk and Moon Knight, and I think I like She-Hulk just a tad bit more, just because personally I like She-Hulk more than Moon Knight. So yeah, right. Um, Muck Muck is saying, why not just do a remake of the Hulk? Why do She-Hulk? Well, they're not remaking Hulk. Like Hulk is still around. Uh, Mark Mark uh, Mark follow. Ruffalo is Ruffalo. I always screw up his last name. He is still the Hulk. He's in this show, um, so yeah, he's gonna remain the Hulk. And uh, She-Hulk is a character in the Marvel universe. She's a, she's been a character for forty plus years. This isn't like a a thing they're doing because you know they're trying to be PC. She is an actual character in the universe, and and she's a big part of like when they because they're gonna be doing more stuff with the Hulk and all that thing. So she's a big part of that. So there, she's gonna be. She's a really good character, and her comic book was pretty popular. Uh, it did really well in in its time. So yeah, this isn't like some kind of thing they're doing because they're trying to, you know, do equal rights or whatever. Uh, you people want to get mad about. Um, she's a really good character, um, and she's a, and she's a strong character. So uh, it'll be yeah, fun. I'm reason... excited. I'm excited yeah, to say, see this. The um, the, um, the character herself was. A Stanley creation, although mm -hmm. it was more of a uh, them trying to beat the TV show because the Hulk TV show, the live action with uh, Lou right. Ferrigno, was out at the time. So we're talking about the 1970s. The show they was doing so well, and Marvel and the comics was feeling like, oh, I think 
that the show is going to introduce a female version of the Hulk in the show. So Stan Lee and the Marvel Comics folks said, hey, let's make a She-Hulk for the comics so that way we'll have rights to her. Because if the show did it first, then the show would have had rights to the character. So they created She-Hulk in the comics first. But and then you know, ended up, you know, She-Hulk was actually very popular in the comics. And again, that was 1970s. That was 50 years ago. Um, so she's been around. She's been an Avenger. Uh, she's had plenty of highly well-received comic books. And now it's just her time to be put into the MCU. Right, right. And they're also bringing back uh, the Abomination. Um, mm -hmm. Will be interesting. I mean, so I don't oh, know if yeah. they're going to... You know, I, I don't know if they're going to recast uh, uh, Thunderbolt Ross, General Ross, because obviously um, the... Uh, the actor that played him passed away um because obviously he plays the red hulk um in the comics so if they're going to do more expanding of the hulk universe and hulk characters you know i wonder if they'll recast him um or maybe they'll make the red hulk someone else i don't know it'll be interesting i think uh i think like i said so this this the show I'm interested about it. Like, and like you said, it doesn't really give a lot away as far as what the plot's going to be about. It's like a general thing. Um, and the general thing seems like maybe just like we'll cover like the first episode or something like that. Um, like, and I, I think this is supposed to be like pretty long, like nine episodes. I think that's what I read. It's supposed to be a pretty long series. Not, it's not uh, as, as short as like Moon Knight was just like six. And I think like, one of the other shows was like maybe like seven. I can't remember, but this this is a pretty lengthy show. And let's let's kind of get into uh, the the different parts of it. Now, the biggest complaint a lot of people had was the CGI. Um, it was pretty rough, and I like I thought it was like man, this, I hope this isn't the finished product. Like I hope this is just kind of like a rough trailer, and they'll fix it up. And They'll do something uh, to to make her look more like non-cartoonish, uh, if you will. I mean, I get it's tough because even like like the original original Hulk. I mean, granted, the CGI was not as good back in the early early two thousands. What was it? Wait, wait, when did that Eric Banner one come out? Uh, like two thousand three, maybe. Yeah, so I mean, granted, CGI was still kind of, you know, a work in progress around that time. They were getting better at it. Um, like, I think when you look at a lot of stuff from back then, it's kind of like, yeah, it's interesting CGI. I think they've gotten better with CGI nowadays. Um, but yeah, they they definitely, with the Hulk, they, I thought they improved the CGI with that. But this was kind of a little disappointing. Um what were your original thoughts when you saw just this, uh, the original CGI that they showed? Um, I thought it was rough, like absolutely, like it is. Like uh, she looks like she stands out just a little bit too much. Um, but even at the same time, like one thing that I notice is it's not just She Hulk that looks rough, but Hulk looks rough too. Like right. if you actually look at Mark Ruffalo which a lot mm -hmm. of people aren't looking at him but in that trailer, but right. he looks rough too. And I think part of that is because we already are familiar with how he looks and we have already accepted the character. Everyone looks like regular Hulk and stuff like that. But just in that trailer, 
he doesn't look nearly as he looks just as cartoonish as she did. And uh, I think everyone's just either giving it a pass or just paying more attention. But uh, they need to fix him up as well. But another part of it is that she's new to us. We're used to Hulk. And even if he looks bad, we can still kind of use our own uh, imagination to fill in the negative stuff and just kind of ignore it. But she, uh, one, she's new to us. And two, she's a woman. So she's already going to have that criticism of, is she pretty enough? Like, because people are just going to associate that. It's kind of like um, to somewhat seg uh, when Scarlett Johansson was doing all these interviews with the Avengers and stuff like the first Avengers movie. And even up until recently with the uh, black widow movie, all of this, like the whole gap of time that Scarlett Johansson was doing movies and stuff. She would like, everyone would ask the Avengers cast, what was it like working with this person? Tell me about this scene. Uh, you know, Chris, uh, how was this doing that? Or how was the action? And did, did you do so much, you know, all this stuff. But whenever they, they asked Scarlett Johansson questions, it was always about, how she looked, how, you know, her fitness, her body, uh, like how pretty, uh, how hard, like basically physical uh, beauty attributes stuff, like stuff like that. They didn't ask her about the movie, didn't ask her about the plot, the character or anything that was in depth. It was always about superficial stuff. And I think that's kind of going to be the case, especially when She-Hulk, this is the first time we've seen her. So people are just going to analyze her and say, is she pretty enough? And people are going to say, well, she's not pretty enough. Or they're just going to be confused because it's so much CG. They don't know if they should perceive her as pretty because one, again, it doesn't look all that great. But at the same time, it's just like, uh, I don't know, should I be attracted to that or not? So it's kind of like this weird uh, thing that a lot of people are just going to have to go through um just watching this show and watching these trailers and stuff like that but push all in all of that aside it does look rough um one thing that i did um i've seen i've heard like with moon knight that a lot of reviewers were sent copies or not copies but just like the ability to watch the moon knight episodes before it actually hit disney plus so it was like two three weeks before and they were able to actually watch the first couple of episodes. And all of them said that it, was, it wasn't even finished at that point. That there were some points where Kanshu would look like basically a stick figure on screen from what they were given to watch and review. And by the time it actually hit Disney+, Plus, Kanshu looked the way he does. And he looks really good. He's finished. And so on. So if they're working, literally burning the midnight oil working up to the last minute on moon Knight to get Kanchu done and make him look as good as he did in the show. They're still working on she Hulk. This is, they're not done with this. Uh, it, and uh, you have like pictures as well, uh, showing just even in the last two weeks, how much it's improved. Right. Yeah. So they did release after the outrage from fans, um, the C improvements on the CGI. Like, I think you see, uh, so there's that's the first picture, and then the second one too. Um, although, if you want, yep, there it goes. So you see a more definition in her face. Uh, it doesn't look as like it doesn't look cartoonish. Like she, it, it looks like a regular face, but just green in a sense, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, um, so yeah, I think I think they improved it, and 
And hopefully they did the same for the Hulk as well. It will be um it'll be interesting to see how much better they get as far as uh those things are concerned. Um so like I said, they did improve the, those bits of, of of the of the of the of the CGI. One thing I did want to ask you, Carl, like wh what are your thoughts on like how how much do you think like characters like the abomination like what's he gonna be part of the show because remember abomination was in saying sung chi uh for like a for like a brief moment where he's fighting wong and obviously he's not a bad guy in them in that scene like he's just like a thing that is there and wong kind of has his banter with him um and then they go away and whatever that happens but like I wonder, like is he is he a villain still? Like, well, like what's his deal gonna be? What do you think? Well, he's definitely still in jail. Um, from what I've heard, that Wong is actually gonna be in the show as well. Like I don't know yeah. how how much, but I believe we're gonna see the Sorcerer Supreme Wong in uh, the She Hulk uh, episode, at least one uh, at some point. But yeah, he's he's definitely still in jail. Uh, whether or not he's gonna have a rematch with Hulk. Because I know a lot of people have been talking about that. I, I don't think they're going to do it right now. Like, it would be a weird place to do it in the show. I, that's something you'd want in, in a movie. Like, a big, like, you're spending a lot of money on having Hulk fighting Abomination, right? You put that in a movie, like a TV episode uh, for that, I don't, I don't really expect. But there's got to be something to bring Tim Roth back in. Uh, uh, you know whether it's setting up the thunderbolts and like you said the actor for for thunderbolt ross is uh, no longer with us uh whether they recast him or not is unknown i don't think i've heard anyone say anything about that uh, but in general it, it's got to be some sort of plot because you know she probably most likely will be defending him in court for some reason maybe he gets out Maybe they arrange for him to be with, uh, which a character we haven't actually talked about in a long time. Remember the uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus character? Uh, I forgot what her name's supposed to be, but the one that's been behind the scenes and on Falcon and Winter Soldier, and uh, with uh, Elena, she was talking with her at the end of the Black Widow movie. So it's been a while. So she could be part in this too. Like we might see her pop up in here. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I said, I think um, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what like they do with some of these characters and how developed they get. Um, I don't know if they're gonna release another trailer for the show. Oh, um, they definitely will. <laughs> I'm guessing they will. Yeah, I'm guessing they will. But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all the thoughts I really have about about She Hulk. Um, did you have anything else to add? Any final thoughts? um like we kind of mentioned like they might be changing her origin a bit um because it looks like you know that car she i assume she's in the car and got into a car accident whether or not it was just an accident or a hit uh you know it's hard to tell from the trailer but like her origin in the comics is that she had a blood transfusion from bruce and that gave her her powers because she he was the only person around that could um give her the the blood transfusion that she needed but it was more of a it was like a mob hit right she was um 
like trying to put some someone in the mob in jail or something like that and they ended up trying to kill her and they almost did but then bruce gave her a blood transfusion and ended up changing her into she hulk so it'll be something like that um for the show and um yeah i'm I'm excited for where it goes i I do hope we see more she hulk because it's a thing like when she becomes she hulk she loves it so much that she'd rather be she hulk than jennifer so i do hope right to see that like her in the courtroom with her uh you know lawyer like business suit on uh that whole thing i would like to see all that yeah i I think that's gonna be interesting too because like obviously the comics she's always she hulk like she doesn't go back to Jennifer Waters, um, like at all. Um, but obviously in in the movie, like what what would uh, Tatiana, um, Maslani be okay with that? <laughs> like not being on screen, just voicing the the character. Maybe maybe she'd be fine with it. I don't know. Um, because obviously a lot of actors they want screen time, right? They don't. Want well, that is her, time. right? Just like it is Mark Ruffalo. She's just got the, you know. Is it like isn't fun. it? I guess yeah, that's true. Um, My yeah, performance capture, yeah, that's true. I suppose, uh, but yeah, that that's the end of the uh, She-Hulk conversation. Um, now, finally, we Carl and I did watch uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, we're gonna give our thoughts on the movie, and then get into a little uh, thoughts and tidbits of various parts of the movie. But first, we'll go ahead and play the trailer in case anyone has not seen it. Um, and again, if you're if you're if you're uh, if you're someone that's going to watch this movie or wants to watch this movie, uh, we are probably going to give away spoilers. So um, highly recommend that you do not listen if you don't want any spoilers given away. This is Wang. This is Wang. Mrs. Wang, are you with us? I am paying attention. Now, you may only see a pile of receipts, but I see a story. I can see where this story is going. It does not look good. Of one from another universe. I'm here because we need your help. Very busy today. Uh, no time to help you. Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns. You can access all their memories, their emotions, even their skills. There's a great evil spreading throughout the many verses. And you. Be your only chance of stopping it. Don't make me fight you. I am really good. I don't believe you. Wow, that was really good. He's waiting in the wings. The universe. He speaks of senseless things. Is so much bigger than you realize. 
places I could be. I just want to be here with you. Remember our mission concerning the fate of every single world of our infinite multiverse. There is no way I am the Evelyn you are looking for. Every rejection, every disappointment has led you here. To this moment. Don't let anything distract you from it. So that's the trailer for everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, so, Carl, first, we'll start with you. Give me your thoughts on the movie. Like, what did you think about it um, overall in acting and all the, uh, the obviously, the, the special effects and, and all the other stuff involved? Well, this movie, uh, it came out a while ago. Um, and it was right. kind of under the radar for quite some time and i didn't know like just like you say we like research sci-fi movies coming up i just looked at lists and stuff i passed by it so many times and not even realizing what it was uh because i always look for recognizable names things that i've heard of things that i've already seen like you know Jurassic park is coming out and uh whatever dr strange and stuff like that so we just passed by this uh movie so many times and it took up until a couple weeks ago, um, I actually maybe like a month ago, I've heard people talking about it, but I didn't know what it was and didn't go in, in depth into it. Um, and then I saw someone talking about it and they played that part of the trailer um, there um, where they're, they're fighting with like the fanny pack. And they gave a little bit more of the story of, of, of the movie. I was like, oh, OK, this actually sounds intriguing um and i think i'll check it out and that's when i told you about it um i thought this movie was really fun i really do like the movie and it, it was kind of a come out of nowhere and it is is it is like a lower budget movie it's not like you know something um of like just go ahead and say it dr strange multiverse of madness which you know in a direct comparison they came out in a relatively same amount of time they deal with multiverses um, this movie handled that a lot, that aspect of it, honestly, a, a lot better than the Doctor Strange movie did. Doctor Strange movie costs a lot of money and it is great. And I've already sung my praises to it. And I still love that movie. But this is what I wished the Doctor Strange movie had did as far as going into multiverses because, um, when we were watching Dr. Strange and, and, you know, they had that montage of America and strange going through all of the different multiverses that they went through and they ended up basically settling down in the eight, three, eight, in that one universe. And they did go to one other one after that, but it was really brief. That's where they fought the other Dr. Strange But for what is worth the most of the movie was with the, the, uh, inhuman or excuse me, the Illuminati and that, and that's in that one multiverse. Whereas in this movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, she's pulling from different multiverses and we get to see small bits of each of herself from a different multiverse and a different universe. One is a, a professional uh, chef. One is 
just flipping signs outside selling you know pizzas or whatever another one is a hollywood star and expert you know and and martial arts and so on and so forth and we get to see all of these aspects and even like uh like the one we're super weird one with the hot dogs, which we'll talk about it. There's like a full explainer for everything. Like it's not just a brief montage or just a brief little thing that they actually is enough of an explainer for all of these different multiverses and why she's so special. And the one, like the, the one verse that we're watching her from is that basically she's the worst one. Um, she's a loser. <laughs> She's the biggest loser of herself, version of herself in all of the multiverse, which makes her actually very gifted in that she can do anything. All right. She all she has to do is make the right decision or she has to go and, and be able to adapt all of these different versions because she's kind of a blank slate in a way. Um, so that's kind of a really a fun aspect of the movie. Uh, visually, a lot of really cool things. Um in particular, I, it was, I'm not like a huge fashion person because, I mean, I've, I'm literally wearing like anime T-shirts all the time. But one of the cool things is like the fashion of a certain character, which I'll, I'll talk about a little bit more. But I really like that visual style uh, of both just seeing that fashion, but also it telling a story as well uh, and, and queuing in all of all of these different versions of this character. Um fights were pretty fun and they were creative uh going out of the way to include include like the, the wrestling stuff the martial arts stuff um the plot the plot is pretty good and i, I don't want to give away too much of the plot there i mean we're going to talk about it but but at, at the end of the day there is enough there that you can be like okay um I see where they're going with this. So I, I'm not going to go too deep into like the actual plot details, um, but it's still fun. Like she, so basically again, like one of the things that she does is again, she's like a blank slate. She's pretty terrible uh, version of herself, but she's able to learn how to pull upon. Cause the whole idea is that you can pull a, a version of yourself from the multiverse and take those skills and that knowledge and that history and put it on yourself. So like, she's got this uh, version of herself as a martial arts expert. So she doesn't know any of that, but she can pull upon that version and she now is a martial arts expert and just, she can go into a fight and another version. She's like really agile and really nimble and stuff like that she doesn't have superpowers this is not about like she being able to fly or lift a car with her pinky or uh have a healing factor or anything like that it's just more of there are versions of you that are different from you know what what you are and then you can pull upon that version and learn those skills and use them in this situation you can combine them and become a super version of yourself uh, and they actually went about it in where it's not just super simple that like you just can't just say, oh, I want to have the ability to, you know, learn how to, to fly this plane and just pull it. But you have to actually find something to connect yourself to that multiverse uh, version of yourself. And it's something super unorthodox. Like if you spray your eye with uh, with like uh, hand sanitizer 
and if you spray your left eye, then it'll unlock and connect you to this version of yourself that is an expert shelf in another universe. Or if you sprain your toe on the bed and then fall into a bed of nails, and then that will unlock your ability to be like an expert pilot or something like that. Like it, it's, it's something super strange and weird. Uh, and it was really, that was like one of the fun parts of the movie. Uh, and uh, that's, again, one of the more enjoyable things about it. Yeah, like, so I thought it was like incredible, like you said, you know, enjoyable, creative, uh, like a very bizarre and a lot of things that were happening, which, yeah. uh, of course, is one of like the main parts of like conceits of the movie itself. Um, the upshots of the viewer was that it was a very like, like when you're watching it, like it's a very unique movie. Like it's something like obviously the multiverse in itself, but like how they go about exploring the multiverse is very unique. Something that's completely different in how they're how they're doing it. Um and it's kind of like, you know, obviously the entire cast did a great job and it's very you know it's a unifying uh, an incredibly touching story about like a family that might, you know, hit home for a lot of people. And for others, like they could probably take different perspectives from it. You know, everyone that watches this might have a different feeling and connect very differently to toward with the movie. Um, you were talking about like the various little things that were happening. It's, it's essentially the multiverse. Like it's, it just shows her like in various different things, like something, if she hadn't like met her husband, or she met her husband and didn't go with him to, like, for example, to the U.S., um, she becomes this other person and she goes on to do these things. Mm -hmm. um, that's one of, like, her multiverses. And then there's also these various other versions of her uh, that does meet her husband, but things go a little bit differently. Um, and then an, and an overall, uh, what was I going to say? There's something that you were mentioned that I completely forgot kind of blanked out on it um oh yeah no what, what you were saying about her being like a blank slate is because she never commits to that she starts stuff like this evelyn starts like stuff like learning this like doing like a singing or uh learning how to do a various different skill but then she quits doing it so she has like all these little tiny skills half skills that she can do but she never completes the, the, the task she just constantly like quits you know a, a fourth way into it or whatever so that's why she's like has all these different things and she is the only one like that of all the universes because all the other versions of her you know committed to a, a, a skill and and became masters at that skill or whatever but her she didn't she just you know she just pit she just stopped whenever she for one reason or another she just kind of gave up on trying to keep on pursuing it um i thought you know one thing i'll say like one one actress in here who i've seen her in like various different things stephanie uh sow like my perception of her as an actor really changed like i was like oh man she is really awesome like i did not know she had this much like range as an act actor yeah I, I that was a, i was like oh wow this is she's because she's mostly been a very like side you know side role like small roles guy she was in actually it's funny she's in sung chi um she plays their best friend you remember okay okay yeah yeah that's her <laughs> 
Um, and she's always those kind of characters. She hasn't really, I don't think, been many like big roles. And this is probably her biggest, probably her breakout. I mean, she'll she'll probably win awards for this. I have no doubt about this. Um, but yeah, the, her, her she surprised me a lot in this movie. I was like, wow, I did not know she had this type of range and ability to act and really like own own the scene like the way she did. That was very surprising to me. Uh, like Michelle Michelle Yeh, we know she's a very accomplished actor, actor throughout her career. Yeah, Aldo, can you put up the, the cast? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so we know her, and obviously Jamie Lee Curtis has a lot of credits to her uh, and her famed career. Um, another, you know, one of my favorite parts that really cracked me up was the, the they did the Ratatouille thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was it was raccoon. What was it? Raccoon. Ratatouille. Yeah, it was a raccoon instead of a rat. On a on a guy's head, helping him uh, be a chef. So that was that was funny to me. Um, I thought I was like, like this, like what a what a goofy uh, thing that they thought of there. But yeah, I think like this movie just rocked. Like I, I was I was really enjoyable. I, I mean, the, the 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 plot was great. The acting was great. Very unique and different the way you approached it. I mean, again, like yeah, the, the multiverse stuff has been done, but not this way, not in how they approached it and how they went about uh, creating the movie throughout. Yeah, and like you said, uh, when I first saw Joy, that's um, Evelyn's daughter, played by Stephanie. Uh, I didn't think any, like at the beginning of the movie, like I didn't think anything of her, like at all. Because going into this movie, I hadn't watched any trailers other than seeing that fight with the, the the fanny pack. That's the only footage of the movie that I've seen. So I didn't know anything about anything. So I'm actually glad because the trailer does have quite a bit going on that, you know, messes with the, just just having everything be a surprise was way better. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, but when I first saw Joy, like I didn't think anything of her. I was just like, Okay, yeah, she's just the daughter, and we just, you know, whatever. I d- didn't really care. Um, and she just was just there. But as she cho- uh, ended up turning into uh, the character's name, like uh, Jobu. Um, Jobu. Jo- yeah, Jobu. Uh, I, mean, I got it right here. Hold on. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I do too, but now I, I got to scroll up. Uh, Joe Butapaki, there you go. Tupaki, like when Tupaki, she yeah. turned into Joe Butapaki um, later on, I was like, oh, this is different. And now, like you said, she gave an awesome performance. Like uh, she really was transformative. Like every second, there was different versions of Joe Butapaki. And then going back to Joy and playing this role of her daughter just like not knowing anything going on and then all of a sudden she's back to Joe Butchbaki and all of that was really cool and in general uh, the Michelle Yeoh role like like for Evelyn was awesome as well she had some really great fight scenes she had some real creative stuff it wasn't all uh, like I said there was like some wrestling in there uh, Jamie Lee Curtis of all characters like I didn't even recognize her right away that it was Jamie Lee Curtis until like later on I was like I think that it really is I didn't know she was supposed to be in this movie but yeah like all of that stuff was um, 
just a, a treat to see. And I'm, I'm glad that, you know, seeing J.B. Lee Curtis get involved and uh, just being able to watch this movie uh, was a huge treat. All of this, this scene was fun too. Um, when she's starting to learn some different, um, I think she needed to learn, like this when she learned like the chef stuff. Yeah, right. She was, yeah. Using, yeah, she was using, she had already got the martial arts, but then she learned how to, uh, the, the cooking with like the, the egg right. and all of that. Right. And this is where, the, where she goes into the universe where that raccoon Tui is, <laughs> is, mm-hmm. uh, exists. But yeah. And, and I think next we're going to be talking about like the everything bagel and all of the outfits. Um, I think, yeah, this movie is probably going to win a lot of like, um, like awards as far as like uh, design and like the for like the, the things that the cast like the outfits and the fashion or whatever I can't mm-hmm. remember what the award is called for that but costume design yeah is it just costume design I can't remember if that's exactly what it's called but I think um, what I did think- you think of the concept of the everything bagel the concept I. I so essentially, if to, to my understanding, what it was, and if, if I'm wrong, it's basically where she grabs everything of all the universes, and she she kind of creates this bagel where where everything just inter- intersects, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like a basically like a black hole. And she, I think she also mentioned that she put everything of herself in it as well. Like she has her, her like emotion, like it's, it's like a physical thing that does suck in other physical things. It does act like a, a, a black hole, but it also, it was like an emotional thing as, as well for her. So it was. Uh, essentially again like not trying to get too much into it so the joy is the daughter of evelyn right but then this jobu tupaki comes from the alpha verse um like one of the many multiverses where they actually it's the first multiverse where they learned how to um i forgot what the term but they basically be able to jump to different multiverses and, and do the whole bowering of skills thing is the alpha verse is the first uh universe that learned that skill and this the joy in that universe was taught how to do this jumping at a very young age and it ended up corrupting her so she ended up taking you know all of these different skills and stuff from her multiversal selves and became more of an evil character like she was corrupted by it and she changed her name to jobu tupaki so that's when we say jobu we're talking about like basically the evil version of her daughter um and that's yeah. jobu tupaki made this everything babel because she basically like I said put everything into it uh and it's just just kind of she- just like playing with like you know, everything bagel has everything on it. So this yeah. is and everything it, bagel has everything in it. And she was essentially trying to destroy everything. That's what she wanted mm-hmm. to do. I think that was her end goal with the bagel. That she just wanted to like end everything because everything just seemed very meaningless to her and pointless to her. Every like every universe she went to, it just didn't make any sense. Why does any of this exist? Um, and it's uh, and it's a lot to connect because of the relationship with her mother. Essentially, that's like there's a 
that 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 kind of and I guess that the black hole kind of shows like the hole she has inside of her because of that bad, really bad relationship she has with her mom. Um, it kind of reflects that probably too. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was really fun. Um, I think the next one was I was I was it, it I was in, I was like watching the movie. I was like. I know that guy looks really familiar. Like who? Like who is that? And I was like, oh, that's the little kid from the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, and it was, it's Kehu Kwan. Um, I guess this is his first. And like you mentioned, I think it's this is his first time acting again since he was like a kid. Yeah. So he was also in Goonies. So he was in right. Indiana Jones and Goonies. And this, the whole story is that. Uh, once everyone thought he was going to be like a big breakout star because of those are two really big movies and and all that you see him with steven spielberg and uh george lucas there like that's kind of like a big deal but mm-hmm. when he was like doing his thing like uh, as a kid basically uh he ended up quitting because he didn't think that there were like and there wasn't um a lot of uh, acting spots for whether it be his age or specifically him being asian there just wasn't a whole lot um and he just kind of quit the the entire industry and focused on other stuff cast probably got cast typed a lot too so he probably didn't want to do a lot of that stuff right right and um one thing that's funny uh because it's directly related to him is that when he saw in 2018 crazy rich asians he felt and i'm reading right off the article uh he felt motivated to get back into acting so he hadn't acted in um in 20 plus years and you know it says right here's a quote i was happy working behind the camera but had serious fomo fear missing out and uh, I wanted to be up there with my fellow Asian actors once you watch Crazy Rich Asians. The funny thing about that is, admittedly, like personally, I have only watched, I've, I've said this before, I only watch like comic book movies and video game movies and stuff. The only movie that I've watched in the last five, maybe 10 years that wasn't comic book related or video game related was Crazy Rich Asians. That's legitimately the last movie I've seen in the theaters that wasn't a Marvel or a DC or some video game thing um, because I wanted to support that movie because I wanted to see more Asian-led uh, casts and uh, just it looked, you know, passable. And I thought it was a solid movie, but in general, um, that was the last movie that I saw that wasn't something that was Marvel or whatever in theaters. So him saying that, uh, being inspired to come back to acting. And this is basically, like I said, this is the first seeing everything everywhere all at once is the, like the first movie I've seen that wasn't a Marvel related or DC related. And the last one was crazy rich Asians. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Like I said, he, this is his, his first time back as far as, uh, acting is concerned, and um, I think this final uh, final thing you had in the movie was the hot dog fingers, which is really funny and goofy. Um, it was kind of like in that world, so like everyone had hot dog fingers, but ev- they did everything with their f- 
uh, with their feet, like that, like with their feet, they pick. That was like the, like their feet were their hands essentially, mm-hmm. um, and they like like the show. Like there's a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is playing the piano with her feet, um, and then I guess they have sex with the hot dogs. I don't know. What? It was so weird. Like I only put like it in put here because they put so they put. The, the hot dogs in the mouth and then ketchup and mustard comes out when you put it in the mouth and I think that's is that having sex right I, I that's I what that was think so I don't know because it was like, there was a two that were <laughs> dancing right they were dancing on stage and they oh, had uh, uh, the the ketchup and mustard come out and then so I I mean unless it was like I think, public... yeah I, I think well I well I, I do think it's an intimate intimate thing Perhaps, maybe yeah. like that's their that's their form of kissing or something like that um putting your your hot dog fingers into the other person's mouth and then ketchup and mustard comes out of the mouth uh so it, that was all that just grossed me out like that that's that's only the only point of uh, me putting it in there is that i, I Again, I actually like that they actually again gave it a full explainer. Why do these people have hot dog fingers? And they actually explained that there was a at, at one point before you know history when there was the um, Prognagnon man or whatever, like everyone right. cavemans. It was between regular cavemen and then the cavemen that had hot dog fingers, and they had a fight. And the hot dog fingers killed the regular cavemen and ended up becoming the dominant species. And that's why everyone in this reality has hot dog fingers. It was right. uh, (laughs) Okay. okay, uh, That's just, you know, that universe, it happened that way, but it it still was every time, every time that was on screen, it grossed me out. Like every single time without fail. Yeah. It's like I said, this movie was so bizarre. There's so many bizarre things. Like even like the way they were, like you mentioned a bunch of different ways but the way they were going into the other universes like there was like one where like they're eating like gum from underneath like the table of like someone that's stuck under a table so they put that in their mouth they had to do something like a very unique or weird thing and then they can jump into another universe what was that one scene where the guy um takes like some kind of sharp award and like lands on it on his butt for it to go up his ass and that's gonna get him to this other universe where he can learn how to do kung fu or something like that or it was really funny is that like then uh, evelyn was like realizing what he was trying to do and it was like the awards for uh the jamie lee curtis character they were all basically like butt plugs and and they just just look like butt plugs so she realized what he's trying to do and she's like trying to keep it away from him and he's just trying to sit he's trying to sit on everything and then this other guy comes in from out of nowhere (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, cliff definitely check this out this is a it was a fun movie and it was very like i said it's very different it's gonna be different than what you would normally watch um on your regular viewing so i would definitely i would check it out um but yeah that's i think my final our final thoughts on the movie did you have anything else that you wanted to add before we uh wrap up here um not too much again just like uh with uh stephanie's like i said like the the fashion of it all like going through when she was um joe butabaki having different outfits like almost every other second was just this really cool and it was they were like not just like one she had like the golfer outfit and then she had the one 
where she had that hair that was curled on her forehead and there was like one there was like all these green things coming out of her they were like all fuzzy and stuff and it was just like it was a display of fashion but it was also an expression of how i want to say both expressive and um as well as uh troubled and and just more like volatile that she was like she can be literally everything and 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 the the also the expression of this is multiverse like there's no set rules of how she needs to dress or how this character needs to be or anything like that yeah exactly um so yeah that's that's pretty much a wrap for today's uh episode uh Obviously, please check us out if you missed any other previous show. We we do talk about various different topics. I know sometimes we do a lot of comic book stuff, but we have gone over a lot of different sci-fi movies and, and, and shows. Um, I watched Stranger Things Season 4, so we'll definitely talk about that, too. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be next week or when it will be, but I definitely uh, we're going to review that. Um, so I think to first part so the second part comes out july 1st um i don't know carl if you're gonna bother watching it because i know you said you didn't watch it after the first season right yeah just i've only seen the first season yeah so um but yeah i, I saw the fourth season it's really good so so like I'm, i can't wait till the second part comes out it's 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 very it's very well done and they changed up they changed up how they were doing the first two they like they were trying to like obviously the first mo- movie they were trying to do like throwbacks to a certain stuff that was happening in those eras now they've switched it to a little bit and to a different feel and I'll, I'll talk about that uh when i review the movie uh or the show but yeah uh but yeah check out all the other stuff that we do and obviously on the barroom network in general we cover chicago sports bears cubs socks uh, the Bulls um, and other various uh, topics that we do have as well. So check us out there. Uh, but for myself and for Carl, uh, we'll see you guys next time. And thank you again for always tuning in. All right, guys. Have a great night.